0: Guru Nation, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. It really means a lot to me. If you haven't subscribed, please do so. Thank you so much. Leave a review. I wanted to also thank my sponsors who make this show possible. The first one is Viva Sight Vault. Absolutely free. By the way, links to all of this stuff is in the show notes. Viva Sight Vault. If you are a site and you wanted to dip your toe into going digital and for e-rec and to start messing around with e-signatures, this is the way to go. They are the biggest name in our industry from a tech vendor standpoint. They're site-centric. They make this easy for us, guys and gals, and it's absolutely free. Sites.viva.com. Check it out. I use it. I also use Versatrol, which is my next sponsor. Versatrol has made my life so easy as a coordinator from an organization standpoint. Links to all these portals are in one easy place. You can literally link to anything you can think of, whether it's a protocol or it's the latest informed consent form or it's the IRT or it's the vendor to upload this or the other vendor to upload that. It's all there in one easy place not to mention they do a lot on the feasibility side which makes feasibility surveys a breeze check it out this is a company that is going places versatile my next sponsor is creo i've been using creo for years they are e-source and e-reg and ctms and patient database and e-consent and so many more other things and while they are not free I definitely think it is worth the price for what you are getting. It has streamlined my research studies and my site, and I got all my coordinators trained on it, and I could not picture running my site without Creo. So check it out. Link in the show note. Finally, Inato, a free service for business development. Go figure. Link in the show note. It makes Figuring out what studies you want easier. It makes figuring out what you're going to get if you accept the study super simple. And it really streamlines the process for knowing what's out there on the market. You can use it for as many investigators as you have. And again, it's absolutely free in Nato. Also in the show notes are links to the businesses I own. Specifically, DSCS, where we help sites get studies, do their contracts, help you with surveys, anything else you can think of. A shoulder to cry on, low monthly fee, and then we have the CRA, CRC Academies, and everything. Live, 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 live. We are live. Guys and gals, boys and girls, wherever you may be, also broadcasting live on the Save Our Sites Conference LinkedIn website going on YouTube tomorrow, going on the podcast tomorrow.
1: Dr. Fox is here. How's it going, man? Busy, 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 busy. Believe it or not, Dan, there's a lot of sites that need help out there. And it's nice to finally have the opportunity, the trust from these sites to get them what they need. It's heartbreaking at first and then very relieving later once they you see that face of relief like oh my gosh i can finally do what i'm actually wanting to do
0: yeah and that's where we're going to get into today but before we do save our sites.com guys gals i'm telling you i don't want to be answering messages in january saying sorry we we can't sell any more tickets like it's over at the end of this year we're keeping it purposely affordable you can come yourself if even if you don't have an employer you can bring your staff if you're a side owner if you're a coordinator and your site owner doesn't want to go you can go yourself if you're a cra you go if you're like this joel white dude shout out to him i just connected with him yesterday because he inspired mm-hmm. this conversation joel's a cool guy founder yes. at market cap consulting talks about CRO biopharma risk management financial leadership if you're someone like him you need to come so you can see that yes site networks are being acquired for 300 million but there's new sites struggling to keep the lights on at the same time it is possible guys just like in the Western world it's possible for people to own Bentley's and private jets and for people to be struggling, to keep their lights on in their house. like mm-hmm. Those two things can coexist at the same time. And the Save Our Sites is for the sites that don't have a voice, right? Not the ones that are private equity-backed. I mean, they could come, too. If they're oh, yeah. smart, they would come, too. So yeah. that's all I got to say, man. We
1: got a lot to talk about today, Fox. There's a lot. So, Dana, curiosity, how many tickets are sold right now?
0: 249. So oh. we need more okay like this is beyond my expectations already (laughs) but let's just make it 800 900 Mm -hmm. let's make it to where university of arizona says dang like we don't know about the fire code here and uh, we don't know what we're gonna do like let's just have them glitch like so that the you know they're robot and they just freeze
1: in what they're doing because Mm -hmm. they don't know how to handle this (laughs) Did I tell you, by the way, University of Arizona reached out to me to be a yeah. guest speaker for yes. their clinical research master's program? Yes. So. And then cool. another U of A
0: yeah. guy reached out to me, and I, I think I CC'd you on the email. He runs an incubator in southern Arizona. Yep. For, yep. And he wants to do life science companies. We're so. supposed to have a Zoom with him. I feel like it's coming up soon. Been, it might be coming up. Yeah. Well, so, hope again, we didn't Busy, miss it. busy.
1: Everything, yeah. the patients are coming in, everyone's happy, sites are getting saved, things are doing really well. Uh, let's, sites let's are getting that.
0: saved in more ways than one. So yep. a site network I never heard of when I looked into, under the hood, meaning on their website, uh, CCT Research, which I've never heard of, it looks like they're a private equity backed site network. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you some anecdotal stories on private equity because they're approaching me as well. And that my site, you McClungo trials is small. DSCS yeah. site network is not a real site network. It's like an Alliance. Mm-hmm. I would say that's a real site network, the like the definition, because Chris and I got into all podcasts yesterday. i like, well, what's a site network versus SMO? Well, when one calls themselves a site network, but they operate like a SMO, it's mm-hmm. confusing everybody. And in the same deal, Ikevia bought, we're on a separate deal, but like the same quarter, Ikevia bought not only the site network, which operates like an SMO for 300 million, but they bought an actual SMO, which calls themselves an SMO for mm-hmm. 30 million. And I think Here's, that was benchmark research.
2: What uh, do
1: SMO. they know? What do they know that we don't? Why is there just this mad dash to gobble up all of the sites? Why do you think that's happening? In private equity, because it's—I mean, it's, it's across the, the industry. I know I have sites who they've sold. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they gave them an offer they couldn't refuse. The money came flowing in. They just took it. They took the it. CROs in, in the to PE to the PE. PE. So why think why they trying to back? flip? I yeah. think
0: the P This CCT Research. I I don't know anything about it, guys. This is all speculation. These are private companies. I suspect CCT Research was approached a few years ago when they were like slightly bigger than Yuma Clinical Trails by a PE guys because uh, we're approached like we're, we're getting approached Fox and I'm yep. saying no what do you want like no uh, not yet at least come back like mm-hmm. five years they probably got approached the PE specifically told me we're looking to flip they didn't say to who mm-hmm. but they're probably looking to flip to CROs CROs are desperately looking for growth right now. They thought, this is my hypothesis, right? They thought DCT would be the answer. So they invested all this money in tech. Let's do virtual trials. Remember virtual trials? I'm not going to let people forget this. This was being pushed down our throats in 2018, 2019, just like DCT was like a year ago. Like Mm -hmm. virtual trial, virtual trial, patient center, more diversity, all this stuff, You same thing you're hearing now was back then. They realize that hey, it doesn't work. Why? Because these patients don't really trust like a face on Zoom. I had a patient yesterday in a depression study. She's supposed to go on Zoom with a Harvard trained PhD to do a rating assessment. Right. So I do a rating assessment. Me and the patient in person. Cool. Like we have rapport. Everything's cool. Then I say, hey, you're going to have this person, PhD, you know, they're way more professional than me. They don't wear hoodies. They're going to do, on Zoom, they're going to do, they're going to do, like, ask you the same things, all right? Cool. She did it. Probably is going to get in, but patient texted us and said, you know what? I wish, the entire text said, that Karen you put me in front of didn't like me, was yawning during our Zoom when I'm a depressed person. This is a patient. Yawning during our interview. All right. I felt like she thought she was superior to me was semi rude and had dogs barking in the background. So wow. I bring that up because patient trust. Yeah. This is why virtual trials failed guys. Yeah. Okay. Brad missed that story, but Brad knows what's up, man. So.
2: Tech right, Brad, didn't just work. hands down. Have, have you ever been approached by PE <laughs> to, to sell your site? I feel like I get emails like constantly right now. And I've had a few uh, (laughs) like people on the side throughout as well. Yeah, for sure.
1: Honestly, CRPN was just approached by a CRO yesterday. To do what? sell?
0: Yeah. These guys. So I suspect this is where Brad joined. Virtual trials failed. DCT is failing. And the CROs thought tech would be the solution. That's why they invested heavily in tech. Now they're realizing. Wait a minute, patients actually trust their clinician. Whoa, wow, what a what a contact.
1: yeah, mind blown, right?
0: So now they're going after these real sites. They're not going after care access type research on a van. They're going after real clinic. I looked at the CCT research for like thirty minutes yesterday. Their website.
2: So CCT tried. Site. They tried to buy me out. Uh, uh like 20, not 2020. twenty twenty. I've still got emails. I've got. I know all their financials frankly they were i mean they did pretty well but they were mostly vaccine uh and even the guy was really frank with me and he's like look i mean outside of vaccine like we don't really know what to do here um we want to expand into oklahoma you know we would just buy you out if you want and i'm like no i don't really want to do that uh so i'm actually surprised they sold for that much because it seems way overvalued i'm i'm surprised everything's
1: overvalued post covid especially chris,
0: vaccines chris and i were speculating 300 million that means it was 30 million ebitda mm-hmm. and what I, like, so. I don't 30 think so i don't think so
2: you want me to i can sh- i mean I, i've got <laughs> their financials got their bare. financials somewhere
0: <laughs> oh let's pull it up but uh th- they weren't clear on their website but they were multi therapeutic and their advisory board was all pe guys mm-hmm. There all PE guys. They had the executive team, all operators, which I who I've never heard of. Anyway. Yeah,
2: CJ, the guy I think is their president or CEO, was the guy who I had talked with a lot. Very nice guy, and he seemed knowledgeable. And he actually seemed like he started for the right reasons. And then, of course, yeah. two years later, he's selling out to fucking IQ you, So
0: <laughs> But the founder, we got respect for the founders, right? Like you can't blame the founders. Like that's their exit.
2: True, but the well, look.
0: concept itself is like. I got respect for the concept too. It's free market. CRO can buy whatever they want, and now it's—they're just validating what we've been saying for fi- five plus years that real sites in the real communities are the answer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's
2: yeah, the I'm, I I I I'm, I'm yeah, I'm just confused by—I don't know. CROs awarding them can then basically award themselves their own studies, and then. Uh, is that like seem kosher to sponsors or NFTA? Like that's not a that doesn't raise questions at all. And then, and there's,
1: I mean, you've got you've got the big bad uh, sponsors who have like preferred sites and preferred site networks, site alliances, and it's well, and not the, unheard of.
2: The other part of it though is like, do other sponsor other CROs want to award sites to see other CRO-owned site networks? Does that get weird because then Probably they're like bad. learning they're learning each other's. I yep. don't you know secret but sauce. They are, maybe they've already
0: been doing this on phase one, like two decades ago, a decade ago. They, the CROs have been buying all the phase ones because the idea was they wanted to get the early biotechs to go like end to end, like phase one all the way through phase three with Covance with Ikevia. and then those those became standalone units like Covance phase one. But they do studies with everyone, even if Covance not the CRO. They're just like a regular site. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I'm guessing it's gonna be a similar business model. But what's worse, man? IRB zoning sites and a, and verifying their ethical <laughs> or CRO. I mean, I still have a bigger issue with IRB. This could be interesting. Stuff. So let's
1: say CROs go out and they buy a bunch of sites. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if fair market value just suddenly just skyrocketed?
0: <laughs> I think they would use the sites as a loss leader to just pump up their CRO stuff. That's what I would think too. If yeah. I had to guess,
2: yeah, that's what I wonder. I do wonder if what kind of effect, if any, that might have on on that sort of, you know, fair market value or how sites are valued. Because frankly, the sites aren't. Again, there are there are, there, are, there are more than one multi billion dollar publicly traded CRO mm-hmm. right. uh, out there, and but there aren't any site networks out there that are you know publicly traded or dollar. or yes. you know yes, presumably aren't you know balling out all over the place.
0: You think we're not far from a site now we're going public?
2: I mean, at this point, Science 37 is almost that way, aren't they? I mean, they're they're, like
0: a penny stock, no?
2: Yeah, but they're also, I feel like they're less tech and now they're more, you know, um, or what do they call themselves? Uh, What's the stupid name they call themselves? Damn it. Not OmniSight, but Metasite, and that's what it is. Uh, Metasite. I mean, they're essentially just kind of chaining together these existing community sites, I think, uh, in, in some ways. So, I mean, they might be the closest thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. they're close and it's common. you got to, So I see Nelson's on. Nelson's always my favorite uh Oh, uh, Nelson's commenter. asking, what's the name of a site owned by an IRB? Let
0: me look it up, Nelson. I'm not yeah. prepared, man, but I looked up WCG IRB. I kinda hate going to this website. I always feel like icky
2: after well they're they're more SMO at this point, right? Like yeah. than than the site per se. Um, but I mean they're essentially operating as an SMO from what I yeah. can tell.
1: Mm-hmm. They do their own contract negotiations. They pretty much do almost everything.
0: Nelson, source, trust me, bro. That's what <laughs> I'm not about to look through this thing. Yeah, trust me. Unless they flipped it because they heard, oh, well, maybe it's not a good idea. Okay, let's flip it. But they had uh, sites. They had site. site. I don't know if it was network or like Brad said, SMO. And by the way, what's the difference? Because Ikevia called this CCT thing a site network, but everything I looked on their website says SMO.
2: I have a really hard time determining now the difference between an IRO an SMO, a site network. Uh, IRO, I forgot any, about any this. of those. I I don't know. I don't even know what to tell people <laughs> what what we do. Even you know.
1: <laughs> well, so this... then, then you've got that thing you call a loose network, and that is like almost like an alliance and an affiliation, so to speak.
0: And then, not to confuse people more, but Stid says Brad. You got some splaining to do, man.
2: Well, I mean, Anato Anato is really just like a BD marketplace, mm-hmm. and we're like the full boots on the ground that we use Anato. We use all those different tools, but we're the we're the boots on the ground infrastructure to help actually make the trials happen at the site. And Anato is essentially a a place to go find match trial opportunities with sites potentially, but then yeah. somebody's still got to do the work. You know, that's yeah. just step step one B. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm getting my first Anato study. Beautiful. After many no's, I've, we're getting a, like the actual sponsors doing the site selection. Position. You think Enato's actually
1: going to come to SOS?
0: Enato, sponsored by Anato and Creo and Versatral and Viva. Thank you, guys. Uh, I think there's a very good chance they will. Mm-hmm. I have been, haven't been have been following up like I
1: should, but I will. Wow. So, I mean, see our own, own sites. Here's the number one question, do you think it's a good thing? Uh, That's for Brad, maybe
0: <laughs> philosophical. Um... I don't,
2: I mean, I don't, I, again, I find it. Uh, I don't like the idea of it. I don't know that I can give you the perfectly, a perfectly good explanation as to why, just because it seems like, uh, wouldn't there be too much like potential conflict there? If they're overseeing those sites, don't they have a, a reason, a little more of a reason to maybe turn their turn their heads if something's not going on that's all on the up and up because they're getting paid mm-hmm. they're sort of getting double paid they're sort of double dipping in the situation. Yep.
1: or they could more easily coordinate inefficiencies to increase the RFPs.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, well, that's the selling point. <laughs> yeah, we're so, gonna make it super duper well, efficient. You l- know, let's or... go backward. This has happened before, right? Like. Mm-hmm big site networks have been bought out by CROs before, right? Like, um, Nelson, if you're out there, I'm sure, you know, I can't think of the name, but like what happened? Why? I would think that if a CRO bought up a big site network or SMO, like why wouldn't they award them all to themselves? At which point, like the market would be all CRO owned sites. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, why didn't that happen? in the the past who were i'll have to remember what they were called i want to say it was like ima or img or something like that doesn't it also
1: get to where sites are becoming enterprise clients i've had a couple interviews that said that is it possible sites are starting to do some of the work that cro's used to do that was what you on your podcast
0: Mm -hmm. fox raymond from creo Mm -hmm. Said it's not too long. not going to be too long before sites. You know, if they're going digital, everything. Mm -hmm. It's not. Just direct
1: to to EDC. Yeah, like why not just have a
0: layer. I knew a company. There's still a company. uh, They used to be called the West Coast Clinical Trials. Now they're called something else. They got bought by a hedge fund like a decade ago. Mm -hmm. They were a phase one only. Or they did a lot of ethnic bridging studies. And they serve as a phase one site. But they got small biotechs reaching out to them constantly saying, hey, can you also help us with protocol development with this, this and that? Yep. So they created a CRO arm and they keep them relatively separate. Like they do hire a bunch of independent contractors. I was one of them to come in and monitor occasionally and like kind of be separate from from the site. So they made it work. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was monitoring for them and I didn't I never felt like I was part of the site at all.
2: So Nelson, thank you, PMG. I was actually just finding that uh, as you brought it up because I know the CEO of Javara, I think also worked for PMG, which was bought out by Icon um, and I think they maybe they split into Excellicare uh, but okay, so like why haven't they that was several years ago. So that's why I wonder why there hasn't been more saturation in like I mean if you're a CRO and you can buy up a hundred sites, like why do you need to deal with jerks like us, right? Mm Because, like, you already own the whole vertical. (laughs) You own the whole vertical. You're basically becoming, like, the new Walgreens, PBM, Mm -hmm. insurer, pharmacist, everything, right? Which we know, how well, that's turned out for everybody. That's done, Mm -hmm. you know, real wonders for uh, for healthcare. Vertical integration, yeah. Um, Nelson,
0: one of my students from the CRA Academy got a job as a study coordinator for WCG. And... They were consenting patients and everything, so that's my that's my source.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Isn't that a? Could that be like their three wire offering where they they send maybe the coordinators out, out to site?
0: It could have been, but he said no. We work like for WCG. That's the site. Hmm. So I don't know if they. I mean, this was like 2020, maybe 2019.
2: We got to get to the bottom of all yeah. this, man.
1: But it's hard. Uh, well, man. I mean, it's uh, like as a community, we've got to come together. <laughs> you know, it it makes sense though if you really look at the timeline. Okay, so COVID happened and it was crazy, and CROs just pulled in the bank. I mean, you've seen the stock prices during COVID; it went nuts. And it's almost like they're reinvesting all that COVID money back into the industry to try to get into the community site industry, the community site market. Yeah, but would you That's invest potential. in a CRO? I don't think
0: I would. I used to. When their core competency was monitoring, like it, uh, 2016, uh, 2017, I, I invested.
2: Yeah, I guess I would be more curious to, to your guys's point. Like, why wouldn't they be buying up the cure bases and the metables instead of the site networks, right? Because that I mean, train's left. That bus
0: has uh, popped its tires, mm-hmm. right? Metaphorically. Yeah. Start <laughs> PE backing. <laughs> those pe got super burned <laughs> they're, mm. they're trying something different you know what though what you said about maybe this is like they're going to use the sites as a loss in loss leader to drive okay so joel let's not like we give a shout out to joel i don't know oh. him by the way joel why uh, yeah I've,
2: t- I've talked to joel i've interviewed him before yeah he's mm-hmm. he's awesome a lot of good insight he he I mean he caught a lot of this stuff that i i didn't see happening so he's
0: this dude Mm-hmm. this dude is like investigative journalism like we need to talk to you about <laughs> sos i know you, you you disagree that sites don't need to be saved i actually think this story tells us why we need sos because yeah. you're just seeing the headlines man you're not seeing the long tail of sites out here can't keep their coordinators like they're struggling man fox is saving sites on a daily basis chris is the same with the scs like I'm
1: telling you that the stories are getting worse and they're they're really really bad. I mean, we're talking about sites who are they're financing their payroll because they're not getting paid when they're owed a ton of money. The money's there; it's just locked up in a frozen CRO pipeline. So they did the work; they're just waiting on the money. And the contracts are wrong. They're, in. I mean, they're quote mistakes and errors, but they are very like gross negligence errors here, guys. I'm talking entire quarters of a contract that's just omitted. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's very, very sad. So, you know, when I read and I get it, I get it, Joel, you're seeing all these people throwing millions of dollars around for these top line sites that by the way, since they are top line, and they've done very, very well, good for them, but they get the cherry picking of the trials. So then what happens is those starters, the starter sites, that need a chance they never have a chance they get the bottom of the barrel hardest to enroll hardest to recruit to recruit complex trials to try to build their businesses off of all while the big multi-million dollar ones are getting the the, the cake trials.
0: and we're here to serve them because that's how you start that's how yuma clinical trial started tough studies mm-hmm. then rescue was, study yeah you started rescue, rescue sites right rescue. You can't get any
1: harder than rescue sites. You can't.
0: Then we got lucky. One of the rescue studies was not that hard. We looked really good. Shout out Robert Goldman. Mm -hmm. Then that same CRO gave us other studies, and now they're getting easier, guys. It's just you have to survive that first two, three years as a startup site, and then it's up to you. Like You want to grow it and sell out to PE, you can. You want to grow it and keep it like Brad's doing, you can do that too. Like We're not here to judge. We're here to help you. But to mm-hmm. say that sites don't need saving is nonsense. Now, we're not, we're not socialists here to say, oh, like, let's give sites a handout. No, we're here to teach sites how to do this stuff so that they can be CCT research one day yeah. without private equity. Yeah,
1: or at least at least set them up for success. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. They're, they're, they're literally set up for failure from the very beginning, from that negotiation on.
0: Look at Natty, 12 years site owner, and we can't seem to find new studies. Never seen prior to COVID. Very wow. concerning. A lot of its location, too, is what
1: I'm learning. So, Natty, my my first thing is, if you talk to Anato, if you got 12 years as a site mm-hmm. owner, odds are you've got the experience Anato could use to help. So maybe odds are 12 years ago, the way to find trials are nowhere near what you can do now. There's a lot of opportunities out there. Mm-hmm. That, that's a plug to Anato, and they don't even sponsor me, but... I know I've heard from a lot of sites, the experienced ones can do well.
0: Brett and I agree. I get my first study with Anato, getting my first study. Deborah says, it's is that why AstraZeneca, Pfizer and Pharma stopped doing their monitoring and started using CROs?
1: I don't know. I, I there's don't know a, the... yeah, there's a history to that. And that's another podcast, but. And there's that some that sponsors yeah.
0: going the opposite way. Like, oh, yep. Novartis,
1: Novartis went anti CRO because they're tired of the quality. Uh, there's others Merck they they very rarely use CROs that go in-house so Lily um,
0: is but they're using like people up front from Lily yeah. in house like site selection and all mm-hmm. that stuff like nurturing until monitoring then they' then they let the CRO go yep. free so there's different I don't think we can attribute like one thing there's no smoking gun here it's just every company has their own strategy but it's interesting nonetheless this tells you site owners and coordinators there's value at the small community site level don't believe all this crap about oh the algorithms are going to save patients and put them in study
1: no guys nope. no no nope. i and I, i've said this and i think lee really liked this lee eifler you can never take the clinical out of clinical research you have to keep the humanity in there okay and that i mean people are going to try they're going to try to turn this into this robotic system Healthcare tried it too you will never take the humanity out of what we're trying to do. Cause the whole point is we're trying to preserve humanity.
2: Well, and this is where I'm like, how again, like classic that I feel like clinical trials is kind of late to the party, but like, aren't I mean, our telehealth rates like starting to decline uh, from what I've been speaking with different physicians and, you know, nurses in these clinics and it's becoming
0: Oh, bread the like "Oh, well, don't we don't like it man we
2: only have a couple a week maybe we have a couple telehealth visits but yeah people who want to come in and see the doctor and the i'm patients
0: like- don't like it man the when, when you were getting on I was telling Fox a story the we have a depression study I don't want to say more without getting in trouble I I rate the patients like one-on-one like you know we build a report I just meet the patient myself too I don't have an advantage I'm not the most, never been accused of being the most professional guy, right? Like, but I'm in there. I'm nice. I know how to deal with patients, especially psych. Boom, everything's fine. Hey, we're scheduling you with this remote psych visit. These are Harvard trained PhD, you know, be careful. They're going to ask you all this. Just Mm -hmm. go do it. Hopefully you get in. I think you qualify. She does it. She texts me that Karen, I can't believe you put me in front of that Karen. She was yawning when I was talking about my depression. And she was – I felt like – she felt like she was superior to me somehow and was totally disengaged. Plus, she had dogs barking in the background. I know it's anecdotal, but that's happening. Like, patients prefer
1: real rapport, not a Zoom, you you know? No. And you'll see this in healthcare. You'll see this in research. Patients do not want to be sheep. They want – they don't want to be this – RVU number that drives up metrics when a patient goes into a doctor's office just keep in mind the reason why they're going into that doctor's office is because they need help they want someone to pay attention to them that's why they're getting care so trying to go virtual trying to make all this stuff efficient to try to save sponsors money at the expense of a site or at the expense of a patient burden It's
0: not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And it's the intangibles like Brad always says, scale the unscalable. Another patient yesterday, she's not going to qualify. I I told her, hey, we're going to put you in front of the people, but I don't think you qualify because of this. We already have backup options for her. Like, hey, we don't have a study for you, but here's a community resource here. I know Mm -hmm. this person and this person because I do outreach. So I'm going to put you in touch with them and you can get help. And then when we have another study, you come do a study with us. Who's doing that once the sites get big and like leverage to the gills or much less like everything on computers, it's not getting done. That's, so that's a, not getting done.
1: A teaser, but I know for a fact that One in Health does that because I interviewed Steve and we talked about that. One
0: in Health is special, man. Oh, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So Brad and I need podcast sponsors. Yes. Well, I mean, One in Health is a proud sponsor of SOS. That's right. SOS.
2: Fox.
0: Wait, are we getting pixelated Fox again? Fox. No, we get Frozen Fox. (laughs) (laughs) Fox is the man of many nicknames. Now it's Frozen Fox. One in Health, yeah. Shout out to One in Health sponsoring SOS. They're on our website right now. I'm looking at saveoursites.com right now. I see. Let's see how many tickets, guys. You gotta go. You have to go. Don't ask me in January why we're not selling. I'm telling you right now, it's only till the end of the year. All right, we're at 249 tickets sold. Frozen Fox is gonna come back. He's gonna get thawed, and he's gonna be regular, <laughs> regular Fox. <laughs> all right. Well, let's go through some of these comments, Brad. What do you think? You got anything to add? Like this is all interesting stuff to me.
2: No, no, I mean, it is. I think it's all really fascinating to see uh, all the movement. And, you know, obviously, you've got, you've seen these tech companies kind of pull out of the clinical operations and sort of site management side while you've got the CROs buying into the site management side, uh, which I don't know how telling that is. Uh, the whole, you know, kind of cure based debacle, if you will, uh, yeah. was really interesting to me. Um, I'd love to get somebody on from cure I know, I think, I feel like we both reached out to try to get some information about that. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to run a site. It's hard to run sites, man.
0: You know what's interesting though, Brad?
2: Like, Creo is
0: here. Raymond believes in this. Sites, currently, there's like, what? Only 20% of sites use eSource on their own. Like, when it's not forced down their throats. Once we get that number to 80 or more sites can actually be the tech. Like, there was a moment in time where this tech could pop off because sponsors could, like, do the top down, but then it seems like it's not working. But when the sites voluntarily use it to improve their businesses, I think there's something there, man. And I think the CROs realize this and are trying to get ahead of the curve. Because what's, like I told you, that phase one site that started doing monitoring services... And this was before e-tech, like anything. They did an old school, man. they uh, The guy was showing me the pharmacist. They do a manual IWRS. Like, they didn't have the tech. Right. It's going to become easier for sites to have a monitoring aspect and turn into a CRO. I'm sure, Perfect. Brad, Perfect. if you got a good study right now and a sponsor said, hey, we're only giving you this eight-figure study, if you can monitor it somehow, you're finding monitors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you
2: <laughs> figure it out, and probably, and it'd still probably be at a way cheaper cost than, than with the CRO. I
0: mean, wow, shots fired.
2: <laughs> I mean, from what I, I mean, you know, you know better than me, but I feel like the more I learn and the more I talk to people, the more I'm shocked by just how egregious, uh, you know, some of this stuff is, especially pricing from the CRO side yeah but that's why should... that's why iqv is a you know uh ceo made like 30 million dollars last year like that's yeah. not you know that's not an exaggeration like total compensation package 30 million it's and
0: i keep best of breed honestly if i had gun to my head you can only invest one cro it's IQV. Like can't no no question
1: i'll and i'll admittedly iqv does have the best pack score man fox come back in like didn't miss a beat (laughs) i will tell you literally lightning just struck and the entire house lost power that's a sign right there people
0: don't want us to
2: talk (laughs) a good one or a bad one i don't know yet (laughs) (laughs) it's
0: private equity they can make they can manipulate the weather and they got they got your house man
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) i got all the all the the big space satellites targeting my house right now hit me with laser beams
0: Okay. This topic is very nice and achieving randomization goal is the most important. So I think owning a site network helps a lot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 100%. I agree. 100%. Uh, and there, and there's there's many breed of site networks. You've got the loose networks. You've got the networks that are franchises. You've got the ones that tell you exactly what to do. You've got the ones that just want to share resources and opportunities. So it's, you know, that, that goes back to what exactly is a network? Well, what is not a network is the question. I mean, we're a network right now. SOS SOS is a network. network. Yeah,
2: it's true.
0: (laughs) So what are your thoughts on IRB buying Pharmaseek a brokerage company? You guys already know Brad mm, and Fox. Yeah,
2: Pharmaseek, I thought was kind of. Garbage. Not. I don't want to speak. Well, let <laughs> I me mean, not speak too strong. Tell us how you really feel, man. I know. Well, so <laughs> the example I give is this: like I was working with a site that's like down the street, and this was back before I had access to a lot of therapeutic areas. So I would get trial opportunities, and I would like basically kind of broker them to the you know quote unquote competing site. So I got a trial, and I was like, "Hey, great! Check out this trial I got. Here's the budget." And they're like, "Oh, we already w- were awarded this trial through pharmacy I was like, okay, well, I have a budget. And they're like, okay, well, we have a budget too. And I'm like, well, let's look. And Pharmacy's budget was like I'm not I'm not joking. It was like half of what you know the offered budget yeah. was. And I'm like, Oh, well, yeah. you're getting screwed. And that pharmacy is is pocketing it is, is pocketing a whole bunch of money. As so you know, I don't like that. It should be where
0: where the allegiances lie. You know? well
2: and look it's it's fine they deserve you know something for the value they bring for especially sites who might be really hungry for studies and need it but then there's a line between providing a value at a fair price versus just screwing over a site because they don't have any other options you know
1: yeah. and I there's a very special maybe a purist place in my heart that says I, I mean I get it commercial IRBs are businesses but they shouldn't really leave that rail uh they should be focusing on patient quality and patient safety and stopping at that if they wanted to do any other part of the business they should just start another business and it also tells me they must be making hand over fist if they can do these kind of acquisitions oh yeah so which means that how many of you have received a rubber stamp irb approval that should never have been approved
0: Well, lately I haven't, but back in the day it happened.
1: Yeah. I mean, it it still happens. It's give us a thousand bucks. You can get this approval or exemption extension, whatever. So where's the quality in it? And I'm really, you know, so I'm, I really am concerned with the interest in money with a lot of the ethical organizations are supposed to be ethical in the industry.
0: Definitely conflict of interest. I mean, it's clear this industry is known for policing, especially IRBs. Mm-hmm. You can't have that kind of font on your social media posts, <laughs> right? But then that mm-hmm. thumb is pointing back to them, I guess. No, the other fingers are pointing back. <laughs> like, you're owning three sites. You own a broker. I'm going to flip you off. Broker, <laughs> uh, a site network, and, uh, I don't know, some e-thingy, right? So, But we can own that. But you can't use this font because... It's a depression study, and this makes it look happy. And you like, come on, guys, this is stupid.
2: So you guys know there was a time when WCG was going to go public. Uh, I would have bought it. I would have bought I'm stock. curious. I don't know what happened, and maybe I'm, I bet somebody like uh, our pal Nelson might know more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Nelson, for some where reason, for some reason, like at the last minute, they backed off and decided not not to not to go public or IP. Well maybe they so had to disclose
1: what. certain things that they didn't want to disclose.
2: Could be. I mean if I have a feeling that's why Science 37 because they went public through SPAC, which is a little bit, I think, uh less strenuous in what they have to mm-hmm. disclose, which is why their value is like, you know, dropped ninety eight percent or something from from their all time high. I wonder mm-hmm. if like
0: philosophically, because I know that when we wrote this book, I had to research like way more than I wanted to about like IRBs and okay. the office of human research protection has to oversee like the IRBs and that's yep. like an arm of the FDA and NIH. And there's something where once you go public, it's implied that your first interest is the shareholders. Right? right. And I think the IRB, I don't know, I'm not an attorney, but their first interest should always be the patients. So if they were to do that, theoretically,
1: their interest yeah in what are the ethics of going public as an IRB when you yeah. have to prioritize shareholders over patient safety that's my guess but i'm not an attorney yeah.
0: <laughs> that's nelson i mean yeah that, That's that's I mean, where...
2: all those pharma companies i mean you could argue the same thing like <laughs> yeah. they mean they should yeah. give a shit we should give more of a shit about patients and instead they just they care about making money which again it's fine to, you know they can not money drives
0: them the money drives protection the progress. is what drives them like they're all for the patents and stems. That stems to like shareholders and ultimately to patients. But like their primary duty is not really to patients. Uh, but what IRBs are? Bizarre, they have no other role. They shouldn't be brokers. They shouldn't be side owners. Okay, but the like from well, a they purist
2: CTMS, to, they have CTMS systems now too, which, man, which right? gives them is going to give them you know access to a lot of patient data. I would think.
0: Every they got everything. Uh, WCG has a subsidiary recruitment firm called Three Wire.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, let's go to some of these. Dawana says, "Do you think it would be advantageous to mix internal
1: external yes. sites to ensure diversity?" Yes. Today? Yes. 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 Care access But <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: don't award. Don't What's award. It? You know, ninety percent of don't your trial half to one site
1: of network. your yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's it's advantageous to who. Would it be advantageous to the CRO? I mean, maybe not, because if they can keep it within their network, they can control it. They'd get all the money. It's in Uh, in the sponsor's
1: best interest to have a diversified mix of sites, not only for diversity, but also for for, uh, safety, security. I mean, you normalize your your site mix, you're going to have a better opportunity to have a better patient population.
0: These comments are legit. Yeah. See, Natty, I think the location is really does matter. Mm -hmm. Um, And Florida is good morning, Mortimer. You look really professional in your pit photo, (laughs) man. Nice. Mortimer
2: Mortimer, Rockwell Wolf Kelly is a badass name, also. Yeah. The law
0: offices of Mortimer Rockwell Wolf Kelly can help you out. (laughs) (laughs) You look like a lawyer, man. (laughs) Florida is like one of the most saturated places. Yeah. Uh, but some of the best sites are there, too.
1: They I said wish there's everyone... more clinical research sites in Miami than Walgreens.
0: Hey, that's a small win for research sites. Uh, mm-hmm. Giant leap for SOS. I wish everyone would just realize that at some point we all have been patients. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Rosemary. But there's grifters in between like this. like, And they have mm-hmm. big hands. Right? They, they're grifted. All right? Mm-hmm. They are grifting. alright they do not care what's best. Like... At the end of the day, I was telling my coordinators yesterday, there's not a week go by. I stopped group texting you guys because you guys would be bored. You're dealing with the same thing. There's not a week go by I'm not fighting with some study director about getting some patient in the study because they default yep. to no. No. Yep. No. Everything no. Well, so who's the patient advocate? Who's left? The you know, site. That's,
1: that's it. That's all you it's have. The site, the, last, the, the, the first and last line of defense for our patients. Is a site
0: yeah and i worry that as things consolidate that's gonna get worse not better i think there's always room long tail gonna be room there uh Mm -hmm. eric from my experience how many patients definitely prefer face-to-face visits depends on the specialty as well yes yeah that's very dependent
2: you know and this is where I, i thought that it was interesting that wcg Avoca or whatever they're called uh you know state of the industry and so it kind of showed two things like, and you see this and i wondered about this when I see results from these sorts of surveys is it's like patients want, you know, this, that, and the other. Well, these are patients who've never been in a clinical trial. They don't even know what they don't know. And then at least you see the patients who are in trials overwhelmingly have had a great experience and they appreciate the, the ability to be in front of a doctor. Uh, So I was actually kind of interested in, I was happy to see it sort of broken down and stratified a little bit differently than I usually see them because people love to throw up. Like they said here, uh, having being able to do things remotely would make it more uh, attractive. And I'm like, well, they've never been in a trial. So they, yeah, don't, know what what that, they don't know what that means. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to go hand them a shitty ERT e-diary? You think they're going to be happy with that? They're not. It, it sucks,
0: man. I know The pa- we had a patient last week. Everything stories. The patient, first trial ever. I I didn't step in the room yet. I do the rating skills. Coordinator tells me, hey, FYI, she's like really nervous. Like really, really nervous. So I'll go out of my way like just 15 minutes just chit-chatting. You know, nothing to do with research. Just, hey, this is what it is. I give her a story on the IP. This is the IP. This is the history of it. Then she got relaxed, right? But then when she leaves us – they make her do this remote thing with some person from Harvard that could give a crap, give a damn about her. So I think Eric, they prefer once they're comfortable, they do prefer the option. But like for mm-hmm. important things, like especially like primary endpoints and like you're basically seeing, OK, is this person again the study or not mm-hmm. like that? I think that needs to be done like in person.
2: Those well, to your point, like there's, I'm not saying we shouldn't have options. We absolutely should. Um, there's no question about it. Um, I had a nice point to make, and then I completely lost it. But uh, <laughs> I, I found, and I don't know if you guys, but like the more people you involve in your trial, the more chaos ensues, the more miscommunication yeah. happens. All variables, and the get, further you barrier. get, a, the further you get away from like the part of the team that you sort of have your arms around the less leverage and control you have. So if I send a patient even upstairs because they need optometry, they do not give a shit about my research patient. They just they're <laughs> another patient. They'll reschedule them, they'll bump them and then that reflects poorly on the, you know, clinical trial experience for the patient. It's not our fault. But this is where I think a lot of sites want to have at least I do. I want to have as much control as possible. I don't want to send them to be like go see some random lab in your hometown. Not that mm-hmm. you know we shouldn't make it easier for them, but to go back to the idea of like sites are still going to have to manage that. You can't just ship them off uh, to some other doctor or some other lab or whatever yeah. the case may be, and be like good luck because yeah, it's and, who, going to... and whose neck is out? Your your neck is on the line. Your, yeah, your I mean, head yeah, head. the PI is ultimately and but yeah. to a, another degree, you know us because you know what we'll, we end up having to really deal with it i mean the pi gets yelled at and yeah, obviously they're uh Been the one on the, <laughs> the pi gets yelled at he'll come yelling
0: at me not yeah. the coordinator we'll get it from both
2: me. yeah we'll get it from both sides
0: uh, yeah and this is where sites again scaled on scalable. we have the same thing brad our upstairs is across the street with an x-ray facility mm-hmm. they're notoriously like bad customer service it's the only one <laughs> way there's no other option I go bribe all the front desk staff, hey, and the techs, here's a Starbucks gift card like regularly. It took like 3 4 months of this till they now they recognize, oh, come on in. like VIP treatment cuz those mm-hmm. those little Starbucks gift card. You know, but who's going to do that? You can't scale that. Like how that doesn't scale. Yep. You know? Well, there's
1: your relationship. You're building those relationships. Yeah. Yeah. I love this last comment from LinkedIn user and I agree with it completely. LinkedIn user Yep. Who are you? Show yourself. <laughs> <Sit in. laughs> well, on the spot,
2: Mark, it's Mark Melton.
1: Mark? Hey, Mark. How's it going? I agree. Why are we building like castles on sand? We're trying to make all this new stuff on a shaky foundation as it is, and it's just not going to go anywhere. You want to have solid, what they call DCT. Uh, you better have a solid foundation. And I talked about that with finances as well, but it's the same thing with your data.
2: I think we just need to stop saying DCT. I know that the people who do it love it, but really I think what it is is, and I don't even know who said this the other day, but it's really better technology integration, I think. And, you know, digitizing some of these archaic processes, like start there. We don't have to call it decentralization. I know decentralization was a really cool word five years ago. uh, That, you know, everything's decentralized. But it's really not. If anything, it's more centralized. Um, See, I, yeah, like,
1: I, I like healthcare integration because it doesn't omit anything. You're integrating. You're not. So D D is like against anti, again, you know, something is, something is going against uh, a norm. Where when you talk about integration, it's more we're going to work together, streamline things, make things so that it's efficient and we can do it properly. I had, more this this like talk with chris.
0: I had this talk with chris yesterday around semantics and between that site network and smos and i told him it doesn't matter and he's said words do matter i know he is older than me shameless jab <laughs> at chris but, so maybe that's something i don't i don't think this stuff matter dct you think a patient cares like what it's called oh yeah. but does it matter yeah. do the words matter you think
1: I think there's too many negative things associated with that name now, especially with all of the failures that are associated with it now. They're attached to it. You're going to have to rebrand it to be a little more collaborative. Hmm. So,
0: so they matter maybe for industry. It'll be
1: it'll matter for the industry. It's not going to matter for the patients. They're going to be like, you know, okay, that sounds good. But if you're if you want the cooperation of the industry. Oh, really? Good call, Keith. just updated hey.
0: Drug Dev Spark. Shout out to Melissa Easy. She was the founder creator mm-hmm. of this thing. Flipped it. Respect. Make sure y'all check your PI so, Yeah,
2: I've actually been getting some emails from Drug Dev Portal lately, so mm-hmm. I usually ignore a lot of it. So maybe I need to go check it out.
0: Remember when, back in, around this time, actually, like 2012, Ikevia also bought a patient, I think it was called, like, Patient Guard or eye Guard, It was this website where if you're a patient, had nothing to do with the research, you could enter what meds you're taking and it's like a double check to see if like any safety issues, interactions. Mm-hmm. So they were trying to accumulate a database, which yeah. never took off, but they acquired this tech back then too. So Ikevia has been making acquisitions since the last time they got public. And so this is not- mm-hmm. it's nothing new for them, but it's, it is uh the fact that it's a site and like a community site not this tech driven site but like community site yeah it's uh it is a bit reassuring for us site owners that hey you know what like we're on the right track with what we're building
1: mm-hmm. yeah so anyone out there there is this i mean just so you know across the industry there is this mad grab by private equity to take your site they're buying it out they're paying you top dollar I'm telling you, there's a reason for it. There's an exit strategy and we're not sure what it is yet.
0: So here's the end all be all questions. No matter who owns whatever you can own it by like a a circus can own your site. All right. At the end of the day, <laughs> FDA is coming to the PI and saying, hey, what are you doing here? Yep. Yeah. Who's the ringmaster? You're the ringmaster of mm-hmm. the circus. <laughs>
2: so that's so, hey, right I mean, why have not we just uh why don't we just pool our sites and sell out to IQVIA? and we can uh we can do these podcasts from a yacht i mean sounds what, good what are we doing
1: i want a, a
0: cyber yacht how's that <laughs> i'd be down i get seasick though i gotta take some yeah. uh zofran and some <laughs> drama mean <laughs> All right. we'll figure it out okay more co- okay guys well, By the way, like, subscribe, comment, share, share, share. And look,
1: www.saveoursites.com. Out of curiosity, Dan, did we people. get ticket number 250 during this event? Let me see. We had 249. Did anyone buy a ticket to SOS? No. During? no. All right. Who wants to be number 250? That's the question. Number
0: 250 gets an autographed photo of Chris Auber. Always get to know your patients. I feel like most patients appreciate a smaller one-to-one personal. Yes, exactly right. Exactly mm-hmm. right. But the option is there, right? Like the option's good. From our experiences, we have studies where they're like they allow option. The the remote stuff is good. Once the patient's in autopilot, trusts you knows the study, knows they want to stay in. That's where it's good. But in the beginning, where it's like critical, like primary mm-hmm. endpoint, and you wanna this is a depressed person you're going to make them more anxious by your demeanor because you're trained in Harvard. They haven't trained you in manners, apparently, right? Like, thats I think that's counterproductive. But the DCT thing, no, 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 we want to throw money at this. This is like a good – this has to be on the pitch deck
1: for investors. Mm -hmm. So anyone out there already knows the average clinical trial is a burst trial. You're going to have that first month being hardcore – Patient may have to come in every week sometimes, and then you're going to get into maintenance mode where they might come in like once a month, once a quarter, depending on how things go. So that first month is absolutely critical to treat that patient correctly to make the rest, the other two years, three years, five years, uh, perfect. So and and I don't see like all these you know DCTs the future research. Well, maybe for robots, but not for humans.
0: Mm-hmm. In silico studies,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, sitting on the sponsor NCRO side, they both already have issue with data from traditional data source. Yeah. Look mm-hmm. at what the e-pros, all right? Sites are not even, they don't have time to check the e-pro responses every day. Like, so there's a lot of deviations being mm-hmm. uncovered. And like, so that's not ready for prime time. We have to change the way we think of ourselves as sites too, with all mm-hmm. this tech. Yeah. DCT is horrible
1: term. Yes, Iggy. I
0: All right, agree. Iggy. Tell us how you feel, man. DCT Words matter DCT. once FDA starts opining about their definition. What yeah. is what this ICF thing? What? What is that? Like, well, I didn't if ICF
1: is one thing. That's a guidance, but this, you know, FDA calls it a DCT guidance. And uh, I, I really wonder how many actual sites are sitting on that advisory board for FDA.
2: You know who's on that board. I know
1: who's on that board. Sean Kulkarni's on that board.
0: He'll tell you how it works. (laughs) I just, yeah. This FDA guidance on the ICF yesterday, is it important? Yeah, I
2: I haven't had had a chance to look at it yet. I saw a bunch of posts about it, but nobody was really saying anything.
1: And what's really, I don't know if you saw, Dan, but people were quoting your book after reading the ICF you were calling it before FDA made the guidance.
0: Yeah, hey, we called it.
1: I don't even we know what FDA it. guidance says, but it's in here I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Man, so it's Thank if you're in the industry, if you care for your patients, it's it's common sense. It's common sense.
0: Fox. That's the part that doesn't scale, common sense. Cuz systems sometimes yeah. common sense when you make a system mm-hmm. and you leverage common sense gets lost in you know, the religion becomes follow the system instead of treat the patient right yeah so i think that's a problem with like scaling the unscalable but apparently you can get close to it and get bought out like ikevia wouldn't have bought them if they didn't have systems uh as well so you got to do both as sites do you feel pharma resist innovation on the process side of research in denver because they have so much risk on the product side of what they do yeah
2: yeah. Probably yep.
1: so oh yeah how many billions of dollars are at stake if you make a risk yeah. that, that's one out why of it's 10. So hard to change things one out
0: of ten Ips get approval one out of ten so nine you already know as re- attached as you are to that science imagine these scientists dedicating like 15 20 years of their lives mm-hmm Okay, and that doesn't work. But then, like maybe decades later, it's repurposed for something else, and it works. Like, yeah,
2: but how much would it kill you to to work on that as a scientist, and then watch sites totally screw it up, or watch a, a new pro, a new process uh, for sites that you know made it killed it that otherwise it, it may have worked great, but instead, you know, sites. I lived uh, it, Brad. I it lived it. So and...
1: Farm is really good at failing fast. They made a science out of it, literally. But what they're not really good at is innovating it to prevent failing fast.
0: SOS, save our scientists. This got to be next. <laughs> I think so. They guys, these guys need to uh, to be awarded. Like these guys are heroes. We talk about patients being heroes. The scientists behind all this stuff—they're the heroes. Shout out to Xena. Zena,
1: Zena Seraph is one of them.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, four eighty three. All could get four eighty three, including Cro. Well, that would be great for a publicly traded company. Mm-hmm. As well as software companies, a lot of VCs there everywhere. I know we're all very leery of PE, but isn't it superior to a large CRO, at least from perspective of remaining independence?
1: We'll see. That, that's that's to be said, Van. We'll see how that goes. I have, a, I have a few theories behind that. I mean, they'll hire the consultants from
0: these large CROs, but those consultants are less handcuffed.
1: I wonder if Keith's getting married. Keith, I do, man.
0: <laughs> you, you do. He's bought a ticket. Let me, let me see. Is that if that was what I do, you get Chris Saber autograph. Let's see. Refresh. Uh, no, man. That I do mean something else, Chris or uh, Keith. You had me like excited, man. <laughs> uh, don't, don't go, to, go, the go to the dark side, side. Yeah. Nah, Not yet, man. <laughs> Caitlin, truer words never been spoken. I. Thank you to whoever said it. <laughs> <laughs> I like the guidance. Okay. Thank you guys. That's it. We got it. We went through all the comments and you guys have closing
1: thoughts. Um, I did have one request. Anyone talking, I am collaborating. I already got my IRB exemption for a survey on coordinators to understand the coordinator's lives and how it can better serve you. It's going straight through university. If you'd like to take that survey, it could really help. Here's your voice
0: that survey i'm gonna have my coordinators do it keith underneath man look do us a solid save our sites.com even if you don't buy just go look and then go share but bye you're going to go there man let me click your profile and see if let me tell you right now live if you should be there all right what's the last <laughs> name know. keith keith rebler uh, hold on, let me switch tabs. I mean, his last name already sounds
1: like Rebel. I like. Oh,
0: Rebel Rebeler. I'm gonna tell you, Keith, honest opinion. If you should, if I were you, if I would go, let me look. Director of Business Development. I don't need to see more. Yes. yes. <laughs> With accurate clinical reasons. Yes. Yeah. Keith. It's a no-brainer, man. Let's connect right now. I sent you a connection request. Let's get you there, man, and bring. It's cheap enough to bring everyone there, mm-hmm. right? Biz Dev is gonna be. One of the four pillars of what we discuss, uh, apparently, right?
1: Fox and mm-hmm. then Brad know more about that than I do. With uh, so given our list of sponsors, including some that I'm not allowed to announce yet, uh, you may see sponsors at this conference you've never seen at another research conference. Ah.
0: So Shout out one in health, too.
1: Yeah, Sponsors that
2: are actually there or want to help sites. And so not just, just so you uh, know, when I, I interview,
1: I interview every sponsor. And the very first question I say is, how do you plan to save our sites? And if they say something like, oh, they don't need to be saved, or I just want a bunch of biz," I say, thank you very much. Maybe this isn't the right one for you. So it's not like we're just grabbing a bunch of money. We're very selective on who we allow to come in to sponsor SOS.
0: Yeah. Even if you don't need to be saved, you need to come. Because you can save others. Hey, look, make, make your own site network. Go acquire some sites. I mean, there's, this is business at the end of the day,
2: T. Yeah. And that's what, you know, again, I've seen people get hung up on the idea of like, oh, you don't need to be saved. It sounds like, you know, you're all... like you're weak. It's more, Maybe the well, it's weak shouldn't survive. I think it's more yeah. about like, it's more about like a community, right? And like everybody helping, uh, helping each other learn, right? Like we do this, we've done this for a long time. There's a whole bunch of stuff I don't know. There's a whole bunch of things I could do better uh, to make my site better, to make so we serve patients better, so we do better jobs for the sponsors we work with. Uh, it's about continually improving. And I don't think there's actually been a very uh, useful uh, and practical forum for sites to really cut through the shit and talk about what works and what's what's best for for them. So this is what it's what it is. It's not that we're dying and we need saved. Uh, it's how can we help support each other, right, right. And, and bolster each other. I mean, I think right. I think that's what it's about.
1: How many how many topics do you think were at recent conferences that were not allowed by the sponsors of that conference? We don't want you to make us look bad, so you can't talk about that. Do you think that ever happens at the conferences?
2: I'm sure it does. I just I was sick of sitting through basically lectures that are just thinly veiled marketing, and you know. Uh, weren't really useful like you're just trying to sell your thing man i don't give a shit about some that, of these you know? biggest
0: conferences are owned by these irbs we've been dunking on mm-hmm. like it's just so easy to dunk on them they own magi right like i don't know what other ones they own i'm not in the loop but i know they own magi so what do you think they're gonna have that allow who to speak and who not to speak they went we're not getting up there i'll tell you that well, I don't know about you. Maybe you guys. Maybe Fox. Fox, Fox. you like the ambassador, man. Yeah, He's Fox a diplomatic is the uh... community.
1: Fox, yeah, Fox are... I, I didn't get invites this year. And that's, that's. I don't know if that's a coincidence or not to speak. But well, you're uh, speaking at maybe... plenty of other places. There you go. Oh, yeah. I've, I I'm, I'm
2: taking the circuit.
1: I know, Brad, you were a Magi once, right?
2: Yeah, I went to Magi last year. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The first year it was owned by.
2: Yeah, I think I mean. so. I think it was. Yeah. Uh, it was. It was good. It was a good conference. I mean, but mm-hmm. again, there was still a lot that were a lot of sessions I went to that I was like, "Why? Why?" Yeah, See, the part, the part, I'm already liking Keith. People. Keith.
1: Yeah, you need to come to SOS, buddy. Keith, Let's have a have talk.
0: 14 sites, and you're not a SOS, man. You need to bring every coordinator, somebody from every 14 site. Yeah. Right. With more coming. Keith, you're going to be the next CCT Research. So yeah, You don't when, have
1: 150 bucks, man. Seriously. And when you want to talk about CRPN, <laughs> let me know because that's that's nuts, man. That's cool.
0: Went to Magi in Philly. It was okay. Yeah, we're, we're trying to go for like – See, the, the thing with these conferences, like Magi, you can go. Just like if you know what city it's in, you can just go there and hang out and not go to anything and like still get value because you're meeting everyone. I do. So we're I, trying to make a, it to where the stuff's good, actually good. Like the content's actually good.
1: I know we're over, but if it's okay, let's answer Jeff's question and we'll wrap it up.
0: Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. So do you have a remote option.
1: Yep. I so a couple things Ugh. here, Jeff. One is when we we yes we want to not this year. We didn't know we'll how have a this DCT model. Shoot. Yeah, DCT conferences. So <laughs> it costs a lot of money to do remote option. It's like you have to fund two conferences. So that's number one. And number two is the one day thing. I agree completely. I didn't know how big it would be. I I think that already next year, the following year, it's going to be two day. So to answer your question, we want remote, but we have to fund it and we have to kind of raise the money for it. And two is eventually it's going to come into a longer conference to help hopefully one justify the trip and make sure that it's not going to be the Arizona. It's going to maybe be closer to you.
2: Yeah, we're just babies. We're years? babies at the conference game. You know, mm-hmm. some of these some of these people are professional conference throwers, and uh, we are not that. Yeah. So we got to walk before we run here.
0: We're going for the single, right? One day conference. That's why we didn't make it two day. There'll be people hanging out the day before and the day after. I know I am, but it's like not official, right? We're not selling that. And then uh, maybe the next one. did we agree where it's gonna be, or did we announce it, or not? No, yeah, mm, the next I one. I think.
1: We'll have to talk about that. I don't know where it is yet. Is
0: there going to be some thunder
1: action going on?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Might be. I don't know.
1: I can say so. I have the full might of the entire Springfield, Illinois Chamber of Commerce behind me. They want this conference in Springfield, and they have offered to go to every single conference to promote it. So um, I, I can tell you that if it does come to Illinois, I've got a really good community backing there yeah, you go
2: maybe we rock paper scissors for it and yeah uh, we'll go. Take, the, so take so just so you know it's no here.
1: secret obviously we're doing the sos location based off of our locations so it's either going to be arizona oklahoma or illinois
0: for the first three
1: but then the first three and then we'll talk you yeah, know then we uh, get fancy hawaii and get, hawaii yeah. puerto rico oh and then the price will have to go up and we totally <laughs> like you know
0: we're going to do it on top of the aztec pyramid in mexico the
2: one yeah, for go. licr
1: wait at the hey, can we do a space station That'll be
0: like oh, your 10, maybe. Yeah. Elon.
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: Viva sponsors Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> the Viva Rocket. <laughs> All right. Well, so. we're done. Thank you guys for coming on. This was good. Um, I really appreciate it. And uh, saveoursites.com, guys. All right. Let's do it. Right. Bye, bye. Bye.
1: Bye, everyone.